But some of the cuts, some of the cuts I made, I'm pretty happy with. This is a long ass intro on this podcast. We should probably get started. You're gonna have to cut most of that because it's all secrets. I yeah, I'm gonna cut all of it out, Steve. Good. We got we just wasted like seven minutes of digital tape. Oh no! We've only got an hour and twenty four minutes left on the on on the camera over there. Steve. That could be a problem. We better skip the topic this episode. Okay, we won't do a topic this episode because we we need to make sure we save time. Uh, this first ad was sent by Austin Hansen. And uh, all the ads this episode are going to be from Sweetwater's Gear Exchange because they're leftover ads from our giveaway contest from last week. So all of you who tried to win last week, you got a shot. There's three more chances. You might win a $25 gift card at the end of the episode from the online retailer of your choice. So what we have here is an Italia, a used Maranello. For five hundred dollars, forty dollars and fifty cents mm-hmm. shipping. Red Sparkle Italia Marinello Marinello Classic. Marinello. That's Body how you say covering it. is peeling back in places, but has been glued and se- minimal cracks present. All issues are cosmetic and cannot be seen unless you are the player. Electronics have been cleaned and resoldered. Frets have been recently dressed and top finish polished. Plays and sounds excellent. What I think is interesting about this, this- is like a four hundred dollar guitar mint. Is it? I don't know, but it's not five hundred dollars. I'll, I'll I'll do my little rant here. You look up the prices of the Italia Maranello. I, I will say it's it's pretty. These Italias are pretty hard to find, especially in this color. So my little rant is, I always admire Italian guitars when I see them. They always look just beautiful. Mm-hmm. The the moto wrap on the back, the the sparkle finishes, the weird pick guards, the weird pickups, and weird switching and stuff like that, but. I've never seen one in like gigged hard condition. And that's what we're looking at here. There's all sorts of like cracks and little issues that happen when a guitar with these kind of plasticky appointments gets played. Yeah. Like the the switch area looks like it's been knocked out and re-glued. And then there's cracks in the plastic pick guard. And then, like the uh, the moto is starting to crack and peel away from the body up at the at the uh, at the the strap peg. Dude, I found this one on Reverb. It's they want six hundred and fifty dollars for it. What's the issue? Oh, they had to do a full reconstruction of the pit guard. With- they moved the. <laughs> apparently, they broke the pit guard. Right. And so they removed they moved the jack to like the lower bout. Whoa. It, where it would rest on your knee. Is that a strat jack? Yeah. Facing outwards. $650. So maybe Is it backwards facing outwards? Steve, uh, you put Yeah, yeah, Steve yeah. put screen grabs of that oh, into God, the It's so disc- into the Dropbox or whatever. Is there, is there a good shot of the side of that thing? Yeah. Okay, get it in there. Just put it put Here, it into I'll the I'll just go straight to that picture. Put it in the Google Drive. We have to show people. <laughs> That's incredible. But yeah, this I think this is really interesting to me to see how all these plastic parts are aging because it has a really neat three-dimensional uh acrylic, you know, vacuum formed uh pick guard situation and it's cracking. It's cracking oh. around the pickups. And that, on that guitar that Steve found, the output jack has failed completely. So the jack, the output jack on these is like a reverse strat jack, right? It sticks out. What the? So they kind of so kept probably the, the guy had the jack in it and probably stepped on the cable and it broke outward. Exactly. Good. God. Did you know that's why Gibson uses plastic uh, jack plates on Les Pauls and stuff? No. So it's, it'll just break away so instead it'll, of taking the entire body with it. Exactly. So it'll so the plastic will fail before the wood fails. That's fascinating. But is that real? That's, that's real. Sound, no, that's that real. Sounds like a, no. That's the real reasoning for it. That's the reasoning for All it. Right. Um, in the case of these Italias, the the output jack is part of the molded plastic of the pickguard. So you're kind of out of luck if you yeah, break that man. thing. But it, I mean, $500, this thing still looks cool. Yeah. After seeing what I'm seeing on reverb, 
okay, I, I take it all back. This is a great price. Is it a great price? It's a it's definitely better than what's a what cherry price. A cherry price. There's one that I haven't looked at yet, but it looks like maybe it's closer to cherry, and they're asking for nine hundred. Yeah, I. There might be some wiggle room on that five hundred. I don't know. I it it that might just be the, the cost of this. I'm not gonna look at all the pictures, but they're saying that it's in new like condition. Obviously, I wonder, it's on reverb, so they're selling it as mint. I wonder. Like, cause I'm, believe it or not, I'm, I'm pretty kind to my guitars. They don't relic very much mm -hmm. naturally while I'm playing them. Like this guitar, I'm getting the impression that it got roughed up a lot more than I would rough it up if I was playing it. And that's why it has these well, cosmetic here, issues. Here's the thing is I've saw a few of these Italias. I saw a couple other ones that have this kind of separation. And I think it's just that because mm. it's moto, it's a moto wrap. That over time it's, it it's still shrinking. Yeah, that might be the issue. It might not be now, how you're playing it. Some of the other stuff, this pit guard, where it looks like somebody went to replace, like wanted to replace the three way switch or something, and went hard with too big of a, a, a tool. Yeah, they were probably I think trying that's to. That's what's happening there. Pull it out with the wrong thing these, and it cracked it up. These other cracks in the pit guard, the, the, they could be pressure cracks. It's it's hard to say. But five hundred with forty dollars shipping is not a horrific price. You could I technically guess. pull off this pick guard and replace it with a pick guard you cut yourself. You're not going to have that three dimensionality to it. Yeah. But you could cut a flat pick guard to replace this pick guard if it really ever got so bad that it was became non functional. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, or you could cut it, or you could have someone else cut it. And then you just do a more standard straight in jack sort of situation. That moto pulling away, I have no idea what you'd do to address that. I'm assuming that eventually it would get worse and worse over time. And you either take it to someone to have them glue it and clamp it down, or you just you strip all the moto off the guitar eventually. Yeah. I mean the the person selling it says that it's uh it's been glued down. I would say like maybe I guess you'd have to be careful with it because the neck is moto too. Uh, because my thought, but it's a it's a bolt on right. Yeah, so you take the neck off and then you you go at this with a heat gun or and maybe, push it back. Maybe just like a hair dryer, like so you're not going like full blast. Yeah, or you just embrace. Yeah, just the embrace charm. the crack. You you embrace the charm of a natural relic on this. They thing. they are right. Like from the front, you cannot see this defect. Like you can right. barely tell it's there. You got to be pretty up close to it. You got to be right on top of this Maranello. It's a Maranello. It's a Maranello. It's I don't know. I, I. What do you think about this look? Like not considering the damage. Not just this. This is. Oh, what, I think it's beautiful. I think this is one of the Italias that I kind of like brush off. I really like the Mondial guitar look, hmm. uh, which actually is the bass that I have. Um, is the Mondial. Oh, I forgot uh, you had that. Yeah, I got the white Mondial, which has like the Dan Electro rubber. Yeah, yeah. Wrap. The rubber bu baby bumper. Yeah. Um, I got that from Grant. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Grant. Uh, so. I don't know. I, I, I like that guitar shape as well. This one's a little, this one's almost like, I think I, uh, I think I appreciate the three dimensional stuff more now, mm -hmm. but I remember at the time looking at this and actually thinking it was a kind of a boring overall look. Yeah, it is kind of, it is, you know, pretty close to almost a Les Paul sort of concept here, yeah. single cut. But Whereas I, the Mondial has that like airline map vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely have some more exciting shapes from Italia and if I was if I was to buy an Italia, I'd probably go for one of those crazier shapes for mm -hmm, sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know. I like looking at this thing. You know who I could imagine playing one of these, and it's because he used to play those Sparkle uh, Gretches. I think I could imagine Chris Cornell playing one of these. Oh, you know, I think that would fit his vibe. Rest in peace. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Oh, dude. Okay. Before we move on. Sure. Sure. Because I just got to get in on this dog pile. Get on the pile. Did you see the Morley ad from a couple weeks ago from when Tina Turner died? Also rest in Ooh, peace. Ooh, I heard about oh, it. Oh my gosh. It was so bad. 
It was so... Uh, they took it down because I think a lot Good. of people jumped on it and were like, what the hell? They were like, hey. It wasn't just like gauche. It was like... Totally. Gauche and bad. Like, I'm going to assume ignorance the person who the person who's in charge of their social media account was just like tina turner died is there any way to connect uh tina turner to the brand and make a post here which that would have been that's already gauche right right i think i'm using that word right i have no idea personally like it's tacky it's it's tacky tacky to use somebody's death to try to be like here's our brand if you died and then sweetwater was like our he's like when when Ryan needs gear, he shops at Sweetwater. Oh well, he did. R.I.P. Ryan Burke. Someday, like, someday one of us is going to die and some brand is going to make a post about it. Oh, my gosh. And maybe not us, but another guitar YouTuber. Oh, my gosh. that Oh, that feels really bad. As long as they don't make a post where they're like... Promoting their promoting your abuse of X. Ryan Burke loves walrus pedals. Come check out my video for the new walrus. Da 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 da. I'm Henning. Oh, also R.I.P. Ryan Burke. It was super bad because they're like, oh, you know, like uh, Tina Turner. Let's have a look at the Morley gear that Ike Turner used on stage. Yeah, and it was like four pictures. And it was just, yeah, it was This so isn't bad. even about Tina Turner. Yeah, it's about... This is about Ike Turner. It's about the... the why are, Why would you do that? It's, it's about the husband who, in the interview, said, oh, yeah, I like to slap around because sometimes she didn't want to go outside or something like that. Like, it was insane. Right. Like, like one of the most famous do- domestic abusers in popular yeah. culture. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this person died. Let's talk about their abuser's gear. Yeah. Which happened to be from hey, our brand. Hey, brands, piece of advice. If a musical icon dies, you don't have to make a connection to them. Just if you say, appreciate them, just say RIP. Yeah, just say RIP, post a picture. Like, we, you know. We appreciate this person's music. Yeah. Sad to see them go. You don't have to connect it to your gear. Oh, you don't have to connect it to your brand. You can act like a normal human person. Like, so, something that like, I always feel kind of like weird about talking about deaths mm-hmm. of people that we either appreciate or know on the channel. Cause it, it, it doesn't feel like it's on brand for us. It feels like it would be like, Sure. Ridley Force or something to the point where like when Dick Dale died, I didn't make any content about that. I didn't, I didn't make a video about it. I didn't make any posts. It was like RIP Dick Dale or whatever. I, I don't think I made any like Instagram posts or anything like that. Right. I was like, I'm, I was having my own moment. I was like, I'm just going to like kind of yeah, quietly yeah. on my own self reflect and think about, you know, this person that I appreciate. And Ryan, that's why this channel is not as as successful as right. it could be. When Dick Dale died, you could have used that as an opportunity to promote the video that you made for the Stratocaster that you've refinished in Gold Star. Right, right, right. But then like I was, obviously I don't I don't I don't want to seem like I'm throwing shade at other channels because it was an opportunity to talk about, you know, someone who's a musical great. Other channels who for as far as I'm aware never covered surf guitar were all of a sudden like Oh, here's a Dick Dale lesson. Oh, really? Oh, I here's mean, here's the gear of Dick Dale. And it's like, there's something about it turned my stomach a little bit. No, it, it's, a this, little, that's it's a little a, odd. That's a me thing. That's me feeling sensitive about that. Um, and, you know, there's there's plenty of things that we don't, you know, take seriously and, and don't mm-hmm. treat, you know, delicately oh, that we should. We've definitely ham-fisted. Oh yeah, lots of things. So I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend that we have any sort of moral superiority over anyone. But like that that was like my own personal journey, my own personal like oh man, this that feels too far for me. For some remember reason. when we lost a sub because we li- we we listened to Rush's 2112 the week that Neil Peart died. Oh, did we? Yeah, we re- that was back when we were doing the album of the week. Did he die before we? He recorded died it? like I think. Uh, like a uh, like a week or two before we recorded that, I probably didn't even know. And we did it, Sorry. and we were kind of like, "Yeah, this album's okay." And someone was like, I "Took it personal." Took it very personal that we were like trashing on Rush in this very sensitive moment. Um, we probably didn't even know. I knew about it. I just it was like two weeks. I was like a week or two prior, and huh. 
it just what it was kind of whatever at that point to me. Did we, we did, like did super, we ever like super fans? Did we ever mention him by name? Because I'm pretty sure he wasn't the thing that we were making fun of. We were making fun of Keddie Lee Scout for. I don't even think we really like made fun of it. We just said like, oh, this is the front end of it was really weird. And the pop half of it is good, but like, I don't like what's the, I don't deal? even remember. Remember when we used to cover albums? Yeah, that was cool. It was like a whole year of us. That, like listening That to was albums. so much work. That was, was actually a lot, a lot of, work. of work. It was a lot of work because I would get to midday on a Wednesday and be like, oh shoot, I haven't listened to the yeah. albums. And then I'd have to listen to two full albums and make notes <laughs> before Steve came over to podcast. Yeah, no, that was like, that was real, real yeah. labor intensive. Um, all that to say, if you want to support the making of this program, head on over to patreon.com slash 60 cycle humcast. Uh, things that your money goes to pay for is we do the adventure club in 2023 where we take the top ad of the week and we send them a $25 gift card to the retailer of their choice. That money doesn't come from nowhere. It doesn't come from outer space. It comes from you guys. Yeah. It is funded by the Patreons. Also, we use it for travel. Yeah, for, we're, going, we're going to GearFest in yeah. a couple, in about a week. Now, I'll, let's be fully honest. Sweetwater's paying for the air yeah. and the hotel. And the hotel, but we got to buy food still. We got to buy food. We're going to be getting drinks and buying drinks for our friends and stuff like that. We're going to get in food. If I was smart. Like that. We're probably going to get Ubers around if town. If I was and, smart, I would just not eat the entire time or drink. I would only eat and drink things that people bought for me. I would lose so much weight, but I might also die. I don't know. That Sweetwater Cafeteria has got a lot of calories uh, in it. Oh, the Sweetwater Cafeteria is free. It's not free. It's covered for It's us. covered. Other people have yeah. to pay, but for the event, it is available the, to us. That is, but that's only one meal a day. No, they no got, maybe. They got breakfast. Dude, I never made it for breakfast. They don't have dinner, so you just got to load up heavy at lunch. <laughs> Anyway, the point is like we do a lot of things when we go to Nam that pays for all like all the right, Nam right. stuff. It buys us dinner. We we uh, get takeout Mexican on podcasting nights. If we do other kinds of trips, you know, yeah. if we don't get it sponsored, which uh, who knows? And there's we, all sorts of like there's all sorts of services that we have to pay for to run the show. Yeah, Podbean is not free. I, I use a service called TubeBuddy, which uh, which is a, a online assistant for YouTube. You know, it's a little widget thing for YouTube that helps me with various things. Like we have all sorts of services we pay for. Can and you guys believe products. Ryan pays for like an artificial intelligence helper with these YouTube videos, and they're still this bad? <laughs> it doesn't make the videos. It helps me with keywords and stuff. <laughs> chat gpt script this podcast (laughs) all right but anyway head on over there for as little as a dollar you can support this program um yeah that's it that's it that's all i have to say about that that's all of it guys um thanks let's do a let's wrap up this sponsor stuff not really. We're just going to do two more sponsors right now. Let's open a package uh, and then do sponsors. You want to open a package? Let's right open now? a box. Oh, man. We're going all over the place. We got two boxes. We'll open one. We'll do a sponsor spot. And then we'll do an ad. And then we'll open another box. All right. Let's open this box. All right. This is from FMM in Sutton, West Virginia. And they paid $15 postage. Jeez. Feels spoiled. This is the... Wait. Is this... Uh... Steve has a prediction. Is this uh, going to be uh, some uh, cryptid stuff? Oh, maybe. Is that, is that, uh, what? I don't know what the F is. Don't shake it. It might be fragile. Dude, it was mailed. Oh, it totally is. More cryptid stuff. Here we go. Flatwoods. That's the F. Flatwoods Monster Museum. We had a new fun shirt printed and some stickers made as well. We thought you guys needed one. Of each. No thumb wrestling required. Thanks for the great content. Look for me in the live chats. I try to hit them when I see them. Andrew Smith. Thank you, Andrew. Let's check out. Oh, my gosh. What is happening? I've seen little pieces of this design. (laughs) Perfect. Nice. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Braxy and Mothman. That's cool. I like that. I'm going to wear that. I, I I get a big kick out of wearing all all, all of our Braxy stuff. They, they, this is like so so many levels too because it's Braxy and Mothman and they're wearing uh, West Virginia University and I believe Marshall T-shirt. So it's like hyper. It's this hyper local in joke. Have you seen him? Right. 
a couple cool stickers here. That's, That's fun. fun. Here, here's your sticker, Steve. Awesome. Thanks. It's it's fun for me to say like, oh yeah, the podcast has been unofficially adopted by a cryptid, a monster museum, by a monster museum. I really That's like great. it. I, <laughs> it brightens my day every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the sponsors. All right, this episode is brought to you by String Joy. They make strings. All right, next sponsor. The sponsor is brought to you by whoa, Facebook whoa, Audio. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> they don't pedals. just make strings. They actually make the strings. They have their own machines, Steve. You didn't even want to read the copy on the back of the box like you normally Drafted do. Drafted in National No, Tennessee. no, it's too late. It's too late. Go buy yourself some String Joy strings. We've got an affiliate link down below. It gets you 10% off when you use code H-U-M. And it shows Stringjoy that our marketing works. And you're going to get strings out of it. They're great strings. They're not bad strings. They're strings. Like I use them and I, they feel great. They sound great to me. They're strings, guys. Right. You need strings. You can order custom sets on their online set builder. They're strings. You need them. Use our link. <laughs> Ryan, tell me about this pedal from Chase that Bliss. That is the new mood. That is the nude Mark II. It's got higher resolution and fidelity and smoother action across that. Did you clock say it has knob. higher resolution infidelity? It has this. This is is this pedal is an adulterer. <laughs> this pedal will cheat on its wife. What to make your tone so cool? <laughs> Head on over to chasebliss.com. Get on their mailing list so you can find out about cool deals. I bought a Mood Mark 1 for 30% off because I found out about it through the mailing list. There you go. Steve's spending money on stuff from our sponsors. <laughs> for what, some go, what goes around comes around. That's actually what I did too. I spent yeah. money on this. You bought that. I did. We, bo on. we both bought moods. From Chase Bliss, from our sponsor. So huge thanks to Chase Bliss for continuing to support this program so we have enough money in our bank accounts to buy their pedals. All right, let's do an ad. This ad is called Moxie Guitar. Oh, it's got Moxie, all right. It is sent by Cheebs God. Now, we... Used Moxie's... Used Moxie Guitar's Moxie... Les Paul copy. This is a Les Paul copy that I built about 10 years ago. It's wired with Gibson 57 and 57 plus pickups. This thing screams as much as any real Paul. I've, I've no, I don't think I've ever heard a Paul scream. I've heard them yell angrily. Hey, get off my lawn. Okay. Mr. Paul locking tuners, CTS pots, a bunch of, this is one of my personal guitars, and I and it, I this is one of my personal guitars I made, and it's a screamer. So I, if we had folders of genres of guitars mm -hmm. that we see on this show that are sent to us, various ads and stuff like that, we would have a full folder of guitars that just have like furniture rivets in them. <laughs> How is and it? This, this is another one of them. Why is this Moxie? Why is this brand Moxie? This should be called Cloxy Guitars. Cloxy. Cloxy. Why is there so much clock crap on this? I don't know. I don't understand it. It's steampunk, Steve. You don't get it. It's steampunk. You're just not steampunk enough. I guess. All right, here's the deal. How much do they want? 500 bucks. 500 bucks is I'm assuming too much money for two pickups. <sighs> and burn the rest in a fire. I'm assuming you that can't burn this in a fire because there's too much metal in it. I'm assuming this is like a firefly groat sort of situation mm -hmm. where the, the branding has been stripped away and, you know, accessories have been added to it. I don't know what he means by calling it a moxie. If that is his personal brand name or that's like, um, who knows? Maybe he did build it from scratch. But I'm getting that vibe. No, that this is this is parts. And, like and what it what it did what it did for me what did it for me is that that glue seam on the side mm -hmm. where you can see that it's a multi piece body. Like I remember seeing that on one of the oh, okay the import guitars that yeah. I covered like a no, year or so is, ago. This is definitely some kind of import. It looks like maybe he at the most he took all the hardware and made it rusty for some reason. But I what's weird is like the the crust. On the tuners, on the tuning pegs, looks yeah. real. Yeah. No, that's, I think it's, I don't know. 
but the like the crust on the on the pickup rings and the bridge and stuff definitely look Don't. like it's you know intentional. This is in New Jersey. Do things rust easier in New Jersey? Not plastic pickup rings. <laughs> True, <laughs> but the like the. The bridge and the stop tail, it looks like some sort of spray treatment on it. Yeah. It looks like like overspray from, from like a rattle can. Black rattle. Yeah. And like I mean the added on details, the clock adornments and steampunky stuff, like whatever. Like people yeah. accessorize the, their guitars. The switch coin has like a watch face. The headstock has the like watch parts or clock parts the knobs have jewels in them like big rhinestones yeah and all all that is accessories it's like yeah it's not my style but i just like every time i see a guitar that has these these furniture rivets in mm-hmm. it like the rev- the rivets you'd see on the front of you know like a leather armchair or a leather couch or whatever yeah you're gonna catch an arm here and there you're not gonna be a very happy camper it just annoys me every time <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it and been like, cause like, like, for example, I've seen examples of guitars that do the, uh, you know, the bomber body thing where, where it's aluminum wrapped with, with the, with the air, mm-hmm. like the air force rivets in it, like the flat rivets. Yeah. And it has, you know, like a, a pinup, uh, 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 sure, graphic on sure. it or whatever. Like I've seen really bad examples of that. And I've seen really good examples of that Yeah, where I'm like, Oh, they did it. They did the theme. They nailed it. I've never seen a guitar with the furniture rivets where I've been like, yeah, they did it. They pulled it off. They made it work. I've never seen an example where I thought it was good. Not even just looking because it doesn't look good looking to me, but it also, like you were mentioning, it's, it feels counterfunctional. It's a weird thing. It's like, okay, sometimes you see it because the guitar is wrapped in denim or leather. Or right, like right. We've seen leather, leather wrapped guitars on this that, that, that um, do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, just stop, okay? It's like bedazzling. Like, you know, you know that this guitar pairs perfectly. I mean, we've gotten some bedazzled guitars over the years. Yeah, yeah. Too. The bedazzled guitars look better than this. Uh, I mean, it doesn't look. Here's the thing: it doesn't technically look bad. Like it, it's not a bad looking guitar. It's just I really don't like the rivets. Um. You know that this guitar pairs with an affliction shirt and studded jeans, you know, with a big embroidery on the butt pocket. Right. You know? I, I think my thing is it's like that mid two thousands like metrosexual biker dad look. You know? I, I don't think metrosexual <laughs> is the word you're looking for. It was I know, metrosexual I know what adjacent. You mean. Met like I frosted mean, tips. I don't associate frosted tips. It was a subgenre uh, of metrosexual. I guess people like like middle aged dudes who care about their looks in a in a but you it's know, like in it, a silver skull ring sort of way, right? It's like maybe they're the same coin, but the opposite side. Yeah, because they're I, you know it's, I'm it's, not here to litigate met, to gatekeep metrosexuality. Look at how I'm dressed. Clearly, I know very not enough about fashion, or at least I don't apply it. You you dress nice, Steve. Oh, thanks, bud. You dress cl- you're nice and clean. You look like an adult. You're doing it. <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> uh, it only took me 37 years to start dressing like an so adult. So they want 500 for this? Uh, if yeah. my suspicions are correct that it's a dressed-up Firefly guitar. or Groat or so on and so on, yeah. <sighs> I mean, that could be exactly what's happening here is this was like a $200, $250 guitar they dropped in $150, $200 worth of pickups. So all of a sudden, and then they dropped in $50 worth of furniture reverts, and they're calling it reverts. This is how I know. Look at look at the glue channel around that inlay. Is that a, is that a thing? On, I've seen that so many times on so many budget guitars. Trying to well, see if you have any in here. I don't have any uh-huh. anymore. Uh, that, you know, it's totally that Firefly Groat sort of, sort of thing. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the, another brand. That I got sent stuff by that was doing the same uh, sort of thing. Don did Donner. Did no, it wasn't Donner. Like I can't remember. Bad Cat. Bad Cat. It was, it was like Bad Cat similar. Worst. I want to start a guitar brand called Worst Cat. <laughs> well, I'm going to start one called Best Cat. Ooh, good job. It might be a bad cat, honestly. Like, 
So th- this person is trying to accessorize his way into a profit margin is what's going on. Yeah. And I, don't, I you know, because if, if this person was making this guitar, making it. It would still be dumb. They would not be charging 500 for it. Flemington Guitar Shop. This isn't a guitar shop in let's, Flemington. Let's not do any research. Watch, they're going to get angry at us and send mm, us hate mail. I hope so. Like, they're going to send us this guitar in the mail. We got That's how much they hate us. We got some hate mail from someone. Not hate mail, but we got some pushback and some social media attention from a guy whose guitar we talked about. And we need to have him on the show. Oh, yeah. The guy yeah. who made the SG with the Yamaha pickup and the... and the the uh, I don't know if it was the like... The offset trim. Hate... No, it well, wasn't he, full on. Hate. He posted about it, and his 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 commenters were trashing us pretty yeah. hard. But oh, he yeah. had a good he had a good sense of humor about it. And I I like someday we're gonna do another live hangout, and we need to get him on there. Oh, I think I'm. Well, by the time this comes out, I hopefully have done another live. We should but, do a live from Sweetwater. We should do a live from Sweetwater from the hotel or something. Well, this is the sort of thing we always plan on, and then it never happens. It's we hard. Get... To, it's hard to plan a live stream, and also like we get like in a remote location. In those situations, we get wrapped up in hanging out with our pals yeah. and having fun conversations, and we don't want to set up laptops and do lives. Like that's just no. counterintuitive. I do, I, I do want to do a live before okay. Gear Fest. All right. Um, so what's next? Another sponsor? Uh, no, we gotta let's open that other package. The other package. All right. This one is from Amazon. All right. It doesn't look like an Amazon box. Uh, Northeast Madison uh, in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's from Florida. Mm. Whatever it is. Have you ever thought about getting a new knife? Nope. I have a different knife, but I keep it up on my other desk. It's sharp enough to get it done. Oh, you have more than one desk, huh? Fancy. And more than one knife. Wow. I've got my filming desk, and then I've got an editing desk, because there's not a computer in here. All right, what do we have here? What the? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the box full of MREs in barbecue sauce. Meals ready to eat. It's from Amazon. Is there like a letter or anything? It's addressed to Ryan and Henry. <laughs> I I vaguely remember. I think someone was saying that they were gonna send MREs for like hinting that that I should do like a 60 cycle yum with it and with, based on the tag it sounds like they want me to do a 60 cycle yum with Henry where we try MREs did that come up in a conversation at some point who said this and I vaguely remember this conversation apparently you cannot eat MREs on an airplane well yeah they're boat MREs Steve no it's like that. but it's like it says flameless ration heaters are prohibited on commercial airlines oh, unless yeah, yeah. sealed in original meal bag. Because it has heating packets in there. Yeah. Okay, so we've got chicken noodles and vegetables and sauce. Chicken chunks, white cooked. Chili with beans and beef shredded in barbecue sauce. I bet that's the best one. I, I bet you the best one. Yeah, I bet you anything the beef are shredded. Are any of these soups? Chicken noodle. Yeah, chicken noodle. I, the chicken noodle in sauce. I had something similar to that maybe like 20, 30 years ago. I'm gonna have to do years ago. I'm gonna have to do a sixty cycle yum with yeah. with Henry now. I've actually had MREs before, and like uh, an old like church youth leader would bring them on uh, on on camping trips, yeah. and I remember the beef stew being super duper salty, but also really good. Mm-hmm. And like once once we figured out the beef stew was good, everyone was fighting over the beef stew. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> I remember they came with a little tiny Tabascos. And I, I was really stoked about that because I was mm. a big Tabasco fan. I'm still a Tabasco fan. Tabasco's great. It's a it's a top-tier hot sauce, in my opinion. A got, fundamental hot sauce. You got anything else new, man? Um I found out that I should probably sell my Les Paul. Why? Uh I I got that Les Paul studio in a trade. Like, um, 
what was it a year ago or something like yeah. that? I traded yeah. a, a D'Angelico guitar for it. I thought it was a good trade. And I thought I should have a real Les Paul. I just sold that SG. Let's mm-hmm. have a real Les Paul so I can have a frame of reference to compare it to other Les Paul shaped objects that I get in. Right. And then after I got it abruptly, I stopped getting sent <laughs> Les Paul style guitars. <laughs> like it's like that. And you think that's why? No, I think it was just like, oh, I, I worked through all these, you know, these uh, import brands that wanted to send me Les oh, Paul style okay. guitars and there weren't any more left to send me. But I, I kept it around just so I can have a Gibson style guitar around. And I used it at band practice mm-hmm. uh, a week or so ago. For uh for Vulture Shock, okay, which is my Gen X, you know, midlife crisis band, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, oh boy, does that thing have a lot of low end? Like the basis was like, uh, why can I not hear myself this time? And I was, and I was like, it's probably because this guitar is super heavy low end, and I've got the little um effects bakery uh uh multi band EQ on my board. Okay. And I sucked out most of the lows with it, and it was still too basic. Really, it was just like boom, 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 boom. When I was like you trying to chug, need to, you probably need to uh, adjust your your pickup heights. Maybe because you can adjust each end independently. But and another another part of this journey is that I'm re like I think that's just part of the Les Paul sound, and I don't build my rigs around it's not that part of my Les Paul sound. But I got it. I mean, but maybe mine's different. I've I've got the the Yamaha Revstar, mm-hmm. which I still say is the best double humbucker guitar in my quiver. Right. It just it just is. It has that push pull on the tone knob. Which Why did get, I think it was in here? Uh, it's in a bag. It's oh, okay. in, it's in a bag somewhere. Um, it's got that push pull that gives you this low boost, mm-hmm. and I realized that's the Les Paul setting. And I never, oh, I never okay. use that setting, but it just gives you this big, thick, heavy, low end, interesting thump, 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 and like I just, it's, it's not my flavor profile. Okay, it's you know, it's it's not my style of guitar. I mm-hmm. think it plays really nice. I think it's really, it's probably the most comfortable Gibson that I've owned. I've only owned a couple of Gibsons, right? But uh, I like that it's light and it's chambered. It feels good. I could swap the pickups, I guess, but I'm kind of just like, I have the Revstar. Which does that sound? Mm-hmm. Plays better, in my opinion. Has a wiggle stick on it because I've got the Ducey trim right, on it. Right. And I feel more comfortable with it because it's just my style of guitar. I think I just need to sell my Les Paul and just like leave a Gibson sized hole in my quiver and maybe someday I'll find, you know, the Gibson that I want to have. You know? You just need to bring home a Murphy Lab from Sweetwater. <laughs> I would. If if I ran across a opportunity to trade for another Gibson and it was a Les Paul that had the mini buckers in it, mm-hmm. I feel like I might go for that. Yeah, like a deluxe or or like if I had a trade option for maybe a semi hollow or even like a Firebird sort of thing, I might. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll try something new and I'll try something different. But I I have had a Les Paul. I've tried it. In a rock band, I've tried it at church. Have you tried it in your surf band? I have not tried it in my surf band. <laughs> it's got the push poles for like a coil split sound, mm-hmm. but they're like a weird modern take on that where it doesn't get bright. It just shifts into more of like a P90 sort of single coil, which is interesting. I get why they did it, but I don't connect with it at all. I think it's just time to sell it. So I'm... I'll probably list it local, and then if it doesn't move, then I'll I'll put it up on Gear Exchange or. Do you know how old that? Do you know how old your Les Paul is? It's not old. I think it's it's post two thousand. I forget what year. Right, but is it like I by new? I I think it's in the teens. Okay, I think it's in the twenty teens. So I know like that was kind of my experience with off the shelf Les Paul Studios in like the in the early mid aughts, is that they were like really. Bass heavy, like I that, should go that, grab the it real pickups quick. are like really high output, but they're kind of just doing their own thing. It's that 490 498 combo, you know. Um, they just they're they're really they're a pretty hot pickup. Um, they just tend to kind of uh be a lot of mids and lows in that. That's my memory of them. I haven't actually played one in probably. <sighs> 15 years, maybe. 
And so I think, you know, depending on the output, let me. Is this, so that's it. That's what we're no, talking this about. This is a pretty lightweight. No, it's ball, it's nice so. and light. It's it's chambered, and it has like it has kind of a hollow feel when you're playing it. And I I like the feel of the neck. Like I what I've learned owning this is that I actually really appreciate the Gibson neck feel. Like I feel like Gibson has a very unique and specific flavor to their necks that I haven't gotten from any other guitar, even guitars that are trying to be Les Pauls. I like the guitar, but I've, I've just come to the conclusion that it's not, it doesn't fit anything that I do. It is not for me. I'm not in love with the all black look. If I was going to have a Les Paul that I picked for me, it would, you know, it would have more color to it. It would, you know, like the dream is always a gold top, <laughs> you know, but you know, some sort of cherry burst or tobacco burst or something like that, I'd be happy with. A white Les Paul, I'd be happy with. I just like to have a brighter guitar in color and in tonality. Right. But it's a good guitar. Yeah, the neck on this does, it feels a lot like my studio. So. Well, yeah, it's a studio. So it's, it's going to feel like a well, studio. Well, I think they may, I don't know if they ever did a studio with the 50s neck, but this is definitely, I think, more of the, the 60s neck. Watch Steve knock the headstock on the table and completely knock it off. Who knows? Maybe I'll find Gibson's supposed to be at Sweetwater. Maybe they'll they'll okay. sell me on some they'll guitar you, that I've never sell tried. Sell you on an Explorer. But get me. I already have two Explorers. I don't need another Explorer in my life. I'm not playing the two that I have. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the mic running, Steve. Oh, sorry. I'm looking up your serial number right now. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can figure out. It was two three four, two three four five zero 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 seven one was the serial number, um, but it's okay. Two is the second carve top stamped on the fourth day of two thousand five. So two three four. So I think maybe two thousand ten. Oh, okay. Was the way a little older uh, than I thought was when yours, if I'm decoding that, because okay, it goes year, date, wait, year, day, 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 year. This isn't worth figuring it out at this point. What? I'll figure it out when I sell it and I'll list it and everyone will see it. As of 2000, the first digit will be a two. So what if your year is like 2020? I, I, it doesn't really. It wouldn't it be a 2020 really. because it. I, no, I know. Yeah, I know. But it's I'm, older than that. I'm trying to figure out the number because it. Like basically, what I don't understand is so does that make that a 2005 or a 2015? I bet it's a 2015. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, my I think guess. 2005s might have been heavier. I, I don't know, man. I I remember opening it up and I think it has that circuit board in it. Maybe I don't I'm misremembering know when they started that though. I might be misremembering that. Did the SG not have the circuit board? No, it did not. My oh. S my SG was stripped down to parts when I got it. Like Oh, that's right. There was nothing yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing right. in it. Yeah, yeah. I had to start from scratch on that. All right. Uh did you hear that little noodling I was doing, Ryan? I did, Steve. I don't think I could do that before I started using our next sponsor, Pickup Music. You know what? I've you've been playing, sitting around tonight since you got here. And I've no, I've legitimately noticed the difference. Steve is playing. I'm playing stuff that, that I've never heard him play before. <laughs> it's so sad. Oh, I played a pentatonic <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> no, like like blues noodling and stuff yeah, like there, that. There's uh, so pickup music. Our sponsor. They have thousands of lessons on their website. And the thing that I found for me is one. It, it, I've talked about this before. It gave me like for me. It, it gave me a directed approach where I'm sitting down and doing, not trying to learn a song off of some random tab on a right. ultimate guitar, which is a way to learn. No, totally. All um, ways to learn are valid. But, but but what it was, it was like, here is, here's what the stuff I'm doing right now is literally like, here's all the notes that make up the lesson for today. Here's the order we're going to play it in. We're going to play up. We're going to play down. Now, one of the things that's cool in the on the application day of because I'm doing the caged method series and on the application day there's one section where you're playing with the instructor the mm. well I don't it's not air quotes instructor it's their actual like knowledgeable guitar people uh, who do online lessons and uh, they do an out of like a 2 3 minute video that's like an out of time back and forth 
and then they do one that's in time and it's like it's riff trading mm. so it's really like it's really cool so it's like basically the out of time one they have you strum a chord and it's just like strum a chord and then you have like so it's like strum a chord for two beats and then you have like uh six beats to like fill with like a lead and then in the in time one like you will play a, the chord of whatever key you're in uh, for, and you'll play that for four beats while the instructor's noodling. And then the instructor will play a one of the chord forms in that, in that key. Sure. Not even in the key. It's going to be like every, if it's key of D, it's going to be a D chord, but it might be one of the different five different forms of the D chord. And then you get to, improvise on top of it and the important thing is that you want the d yeah exactly yeah that's the main thing yeah um so it's like a really directed thing and then of course like oh wow wow my i i improvised really good two times and two of the times were like really bad well what do you do you just play the video again and you're practicing it again and some of this is like it's like kind of obvious like it in my head it's like this should be more obvious i could do this with a looper but i don't Sometimes you, you just don't have, it's like, you, you just don't need to have something think. shown to you in a way that had, yeah. that, that you need to be shown something in a way where it clicks. Like there's exactly, all sorts of things exactly. that I've, there's things that I've learned where once I learned it, I realized like, oh, this is what people have been trying to teach me, mm -hmm. but I needed to hear it in a very specific way for it to yeah. actually connect. And I, I'm getting the sense that, I mean, I'm having the same experience with pickup music is that they present stuff in a way that like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Like they do a really good job of that. Like Steve and I are both on a learning adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up music right now. It's been an excellent sponsor. Yeah. If you want to get on this learning adventure, you can check it out for two weeks for free. Yeah. Again, thousands of lessons, all kinds of levels. They say it's intermediate to advanced. So it's like, you do have to actually be able to like for caged, you had to be able to play the five open chords and play some bar chords. Okay. So when they say intermediate to advanced, my experience so far is like, say you're at a pizza party. Hey, yeah. we got we got a pizza for the kids. Oh yeah, there's a cheese pizza here. And then every other like oh like okay, next one next one's pepperoni. Okay, now it's getting a little bit more advanced. Pepperoni and olive. All right. And then the next one is like just anchovies and habanero peppers and just like they get more and more complex and challenging as you go down the pile of yeah, pizza yeah, boxes. Yeah. Like so it like it spends a lot of time on some heavy duty stuff so that right, I wasn't prepared for. Right now I'm probably at like pepperoni and olives. I think that's where right. I'm at. I've tried to skip ahead and, and then you went like, straight to like, it's not even anchovies. It's like, no, this is like, this is uh, it's blue cheese and alligator yeah, meat. It's uh <laughs> this is a pizza. This is balut pizza. Right. Right. Uh, no, so you can check it out for two weeks. If yeah. you like it, it's 15 bucks a month. I think it's a really great resource to have. Uh, they're coming out with new lessons all the time. The instructors, you said you went to um, you went to pen the the theory the theory yeah I forget who the theory instructor is my instructor for caged is uh, Dr Molly Miller mm -hmm. uh, Mason Stoops does some like tone crafting pedal stuff on there I, I want to check one of those videos out yeah I that sounds fun just because I'm really interested on on what that content looks like they have a lot of other folks who are like in the top of their games and their genres yeah. who are really good teachers too. So check it out. Use our link down below to help show them that marketing works. Yeah. 60 cycle hum and uh, get that free two week. Check it out. See if you agree with us with that two week preview. You can, you can see all the stuff you can go yeah. in there and you can judge it. And you can tell us if we're wrong. You'd be like, Ryan, all this stuff is easy peasy. I went through all the grades and I understood it all. I don't know why you're so far behind yeah. and just like dig into me in the comments. I'm, I took I'm the, here for it. I took the, how to shred lessons with plenty and I didn't learn anything. Right, right. Uh, I should be teaching lessons. That's what you'll tell me in the comments. Like I should teach lessons because I know more than this. Cool like go check it out let me know what you guys think is this a good program because i'm impressed with it and steve's is steve is learning things yeah. it's incredible I steve learned, is learning I, I learned how to do a thing uh this episode's also brought to you by uh bigger pedals this is a woodcutter it sure is steve uh right. what is a woodcutter though woodcutter is a rat it's a rat it's style, a rat style pedal. pedal and in my opinion it's and i think one. in steve's opinion as well it's the best one it's, it's the, the best, best rat it's my favorite rat. 
I have all sorts of rats around here. I have, I have, <laughs> I have a rat that sounds like a bunch of rats. I like the way this rat sounds, and the rat that sounds like a bunch of rats doesn't sound like this rat. I've got another rat. It lives underneath my shed. Uh, if you want to find I out, I can recommend when, some really good traps for if you. you. <laughs> if you want to learn about when these are in stock, uh, Bigger Pedals is a two-person operation. Mm-hmm. They build in batches, and then they put them in stock on their website, and they tend to go really fast. So you want to follow them on Instagram. You want to get on their email. Uh, so head on over to biggerpedals.com to find all the links to uh, those social media outlets connection points. Yes. All right. You ready to do this last ad? Last ad, Steve. We didn't even have a topic and we didn't even need it. Well, the first six minutes of this, you're going to delete. So. That's that's actually true, huh? This is going to be a short episode yeah. unless this ad goes long. This ad was sent by... Oh, yeah. It was like their email. Joaquin uh, P. Mercado. Right. It's like Joaquin, Joaquin but like with Joaquin Mercado. Joaquin. Joaquin Mercado. We can't say your name. I'm so sorry. Alvarez Triforce electric guitar pickup black with covers. That's really all there is to say. Apparently, these were used on the Alvarez Dana guitars, and this is a rare OEM. That was previously installed. Are you going to look up to see if this is in original shape? I'm going to look up the Alvarez Dana. Oh, the Alvarez Dana is like a classic 80s shredder. Uh, I don't know if I've seen one with these pickups on it, uh, but I am somewhat familiar with that model. Um, So I'm seeing them, but I'm not seeing one with the the triple pickup. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen. I'm realizing because you mentioned this. Because they're the one with that scoop that under in between the the, the neck and the body. Yeah. Ultimate fret access. Oh, here it is. This is a different body style. This is the one with the three pickup. Uh, That's what the body looks like. It, it, it right. is like a pointy uh, shredder guitar thing. I'll, I'll have editing Ryan. Have fun finding this ad. <laughs> so <that> uh, you... <laughs> Ryan, you know, you can take screenshots I of it know, on your phone. I know, but I'll be too distracted. I'm not like you where I can multitask like that. I don't have the, uh, the mental strength, the fortitude to make that happen. So this, this, the reason this caught my eye is because it looks homemade. Like the front of it, like I've seen triple pickups before. Like mm-hmm. Hamer was doing that too. Hamer had a triple uh, humbucker thing. I've seen triple hot rails as pickups before. Oh yeah. The did thing did that, you own one of those for a minute? No, I didn't. Um, I never even owned a double hot rail. I don't think. Um, the back of this thing looks so homemade. That's how they look, dude. Here's one on. Is this the same one? I'm sure. This is a different one. That's just what they look like. They look like shit. Yeah, the back of it looks looks absolutely homemade, like hot glue, some weird piece of board that they got somewhere, and like big screws that don't look like they're parts of like this a normal one, pickup. This one looks better. That does look better. Or is it just covered with goop and smoothed out? This is also like has exposed exposed coil on the top. Yeah. Why? It's just shocking to me that this was in a production guitar because it, it legitimately looks hot glued and screwed together. It looks like a home project. But maybe that's where the industry was when they were making these things. Like, oh, uh, we, we got to do something crazy. Let's just make it happen. You know, this one just looks like it's got some kind of piece of hard plastic glued to the back. And looking at looking at the picture of it mounted in the guitar, mm-hmm. it's wild because it uses it uses four screws to hold the thing in place. So yeah. it's just using the screw holes on the the two uh, outside coils mm-hmm. to mount the damn thing. And then all three pickups are mounted to this piece of board with screws through it and hot glue. I'm assuming that's hot glue. Maybe it's wax or something. Could, I, th- I thought that was wax. We, m- I guess we I might could be wrong. both be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what it, it could be caulking could be silicon bathtub caulking for all we know. I hope it's not that it might be like, there's just something so shoddy about this. And like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Steve, maybe you can explain the point of a triple pickup to me. Cause 
Unless oh, you're... I don't know. Just it's just hot, hot, hot. I think is is outputting hot, hot, hot. I mean, like, I, I guess really have no idea. I could maybe get the point of like, oh, you could coil split it various different ways, but I'm only seeing a a five way switch on this. Maybe a three way switch on the on the guitar. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't get it. Someone explain it to me in the comment section. Apparently Dana was like a builder. Uh, Dana Sutcliffe who was a builder at. Um, you really get a sense for the wild shape of this guitar when you look at the back of it. Like suddenly you realize like how sharp and how deep those. Oh, uh, yeah. Those cutaways yeah. are. They went super deep. Um, and it sounds like the Dana scoop was on was supposedly done on accident when a router hit a knot in the wood and like gouged out underneath the neck. And then the next day they strung up that guitar and found out that there was like, it was a 24 fret guitar worth no phase. I don't know. I don't know. These are words. Right. Um, I mean, it, it looks like incredible fret axis that, that, that lower cut, it, it goes below the end of the fretboard. Yeah. <laughs> like you can get, you can get your, uh, you can get your index finger down on that last fret there. <laughs> and that, I guess that explains the other models that have that big scoop out of them. Yeah, they were introduced in the early 90s. The Dana Scoop was introduced in the ni- at the 92. Oh, well, you're looking at information looking on at the, the Dana scoop. itself, not, the, not this triple pickup thing. Right, right. You're looking at the Scoop model. Yeah. That has that, that extreme cut out of it. But it doesn't have the triple pickup. It it this that this scoop has just the double and then a middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has no room for a neck pickup. No, thank you, sir. Alvarez Triforce history. Does that come up with anything? They're I'm calling it a humbucker out. and a half on the Alvarez Dana two. So that well, yeah, that it is a humbucker and a half. Apparently, that is the uh, Dana two. Some sites refer to it as an unauthorized Triforce. What's the difference between an authorized and an unauthorized? Obviously, you need to hunt one of these pickups down, Ryan, and put it in your Les Paul. <laughs> That'll fix everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to judge? We're ready no, to decide. Man. I'm still learning. <laughs> Steve still has so much to learn. How much do they want for this thing? They want sixty bucks for it. Ten dollars of that is shipping, though. Yeah, they're ch- you can get them like cheap. There's but you some buy cheaper this, ones on Reverb. You buy this, and then what are you going to put it in? You've got you've got to cut wood or pit guard to put this in anything. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Can't you just do the same thing, just like with a humbucker and a middle single, and just wire them to be a humbucker? It depends on how it's wired. Do a series hard, parallel job on it, you know. And get a taste of it. You don't need you don't need a triple humbucker. It says the five way offers five different one and two coil combinations. So it's almost like this is a proto to the Well yeah, you could you the, could uh, you could throw a strat switch on just this pickup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bridge, other bridge, other bridge, with other bridge, with other bridge. Yeah. All right. Uh, Fifty bucks. I mean, I guess if you want something weird, you want a piece of weird it's history. Pretty low risk. Sixty bucks after shipping. All right. Adventurers Club time. We've got the Italia. We've got the Moxie. We've got this pickup. I'm voting Italia. You're voting Italia. Yeah. I think I had I had the most fun with that one. Oh man. You're probably voting the Moxie, huh? But you learned something with the Alvarez. I gotta look at this again. Tritone. And we're gonna have to flip the spin no, pick. No, I'm. I'm. Uh, let's go with the Italia. I'm the fine. Italia let's gets do the it. Italia. Uh, Especially because we found those other Italias that are in way worse shape. Austin Hansen, congratulations! You entered to win the Matthews Effects pedal board. You didn't win that, but you did win a $25 gift certificate to the online retailer of your choice. Steve will contact you via email and get all those details sorted out. And you know what? You could put that $25 towards a Matthews Effects pedal if you want to. We'll also be using ads that were sent in uh, for future episodes. 
And, you know, every single episode this year and maybe beyond this year, we're going to do the $25 gift card thing. So everyone still has a chance to win. Everyone who tried to enter that Matthews thing still has a chance to potentially win a $25 gift card to the online retailer of their choice. Ois, ois, ois. All right, tell us about the song, Steve. Hey, guys, MP3 formatted song submission. Well, not, it doesn't necessarily have to be MP3, but send us a file that I can download from the email, whether it be Dropbox or some other file sharing way or directly embedded into the email. Please, links are just really hard for me to get a good quality audio version of the okay. song. And the link that's only what you works want. if it's a Google Drive link or a Dropbox right. link. Don't, like, you know, don't you can, but don't send me your GarageBand or you know you, a link sure. to your Spotify or something like that. SoundCloud. Sometimes I can't even get SoundCloud or Spotify to work on my phone. Right, it doesn't matter if you made a video for it. Send us a, send us a link to your YouTube video and we'll watch it. But right. also send us the file. Well, if if <laughs> yeah, I will have to. Pull, if you send the video, I will try to pull the video. But also, of just send us the file. Send us the file, please. Just send us the audio file. Anyway. I, know that, I know that you have the file. How could you not have the file? It's your song. I don't. Th- I don't know if I where. I don't know if I have the your favorite band file. Adam anymore. does. You can yeah, get it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, we are Wild Jive playing sort of rockabilly stuff. This is our first recording that we put together for a battle of the bands thing. We're in southern France. Hmm. We were formed a year ago and are already on our second bassist and second drummer. They don't count anyway, right? What guitar am I using? That's like a really interesting measure of success. Yeah, we've already burned through two bassists and two drummers. We're a pretty serious act over here. Uh, Here I'm using my Duesenberg Star Player TV No F-Hole Sparkle Blue from 2014. They did a short run with No F-Hole. It's my favorite guitar out of the 12 or so I have. Seriously, this guitar is far and away better than anything else. I have touch and I have some lovely guitars. I'm running this through an MXR comp and HX effects into a solid state Yamaha THR 100 HD. Honestly, the simplicity and lightness of this amp has changed my life. Oh, and Ryan, why the flip do you need a hundred watt tube amp to keep up with your new band? That seems crazy. It is crazy. I have a 20 watt Marshall DSL, which is louder than I ever need. And if I do need to be louder than ever, I have a 50 watt orange rock verb. If I turned it on now, I'm sure you could hear it over there. It's it's not about volume. It's about clean headroom. That's the issue mm. I'm running into. Because I have amps that get loud enough, but they're dirty at that volume. Yeah. I'm trying to get clean headroom. So Thanks, guys. Keep it. up the great work. This song is called Souls for Sound. Give up. 
Oh, I like fun. it. Yeah, that's kind of like a like a like a psychedelic garage rock, kind of like proto punky sort of vibe yeah. to it. Yeah, I dig it. I dig that. Very fun. Thanks for sending it. All right, bye everyone. Stay grounded.